This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Those are the sounds of politicians plowing. I'm Arlene Bynan in this evening for Alex Pearson. Good evening. And boy, do we have a lot of stuff that all ties in together and it's all going to work, whether it is the plowing prowess of politicians, (laughs) whether it is uh, NAFTA and something funny going on, as my mother used to say. And I have this theory about NAFTA, and I'm going to tell you about it as I lay out where we're going to go here together this evening. And it all kind of has the same thing involved. You know, it is about stuff that is changing. Now, we began with the tractor sounds. You know, this is the plowing match. All the conservatives, the provincial conservatives are there. What a huge day it is today. Uh, The judges are going to release this decision on Doug Ford's council cutting bill. They're going to do it by 10 a.m. tomorrow. There were hold up today. There were protesters. And there were protesters at the plowing match as well. We have to clear the galleries. Here we are. So what a day it is. As I said, all this stuff is changing. Why don't we begin with with Doug Ford? He is at the plowing match and he was doing a bunch of stuff as a politician at the plowing match. And I'm going to compare this to Justin Trudeau in just a minute. He was showing alpha stuff, I guess. I guess a lot of us uh, really can judge politicians and their power by what they do, and he was plowing. I have to say, he didn't look particularly adept at plowing, so I'm not so sure what you can what you can tell about a politician from the way they plow, because uh, others seem to be doing a little bit better. However, what a big day it is for Doug Ford, and we're going to ask a lot of big questions on the show today. Uh, the first one, of course, is the immediate uh, problem at hand for the city of Toronto. Is Doug Ford going to get his way? We know he's going to get his way anyway, because he's going to use the notwithstanding clause. But the, the PC saying today, you know, they're not going to do it. If they get this stay, both sides were arguing in court today, and we're going to find out by 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. So wouldn't it be great? Here's my my theory here. I mean, wouldn't it be great for this particular premier if he said, I'm going to use the notwithstanding clause, but he did get his stay and he didn't have to use it. He has already thrown down the gauntlet. He has done what he appears to want to do to say this is a different kind of politics. I made promises 
and I'm going to deliver on them. Now, we know that the other side of this is you don't campaign on something. Is that really a promise? But this happens every time there is a majority government. We say, hey, what do you mean you had a mandate? You were, you were talking about so many things. I, I'm not so sure I agreed with this. Now, I'm going to tie this into some of the uh, the situations at hand for our prime minister. Wow, what a deal here today. We We've been wondering, what's going on with the Liberals? I don't know about you, but I have. All the country coming together here and the Conservatives being so very careful not to be partisan. This is about our country. We know what happened after the G7 and the comment from the President's office, a special place in hell. All Canadians were hackled by this. Well, now it it, kind of seems funny, and I'm going to throw this at at our panel today. Tonight, and also throw it at a business expert. Ian Lee's going to join us later on. It looks to me like the politics of NAFTA in this country may be changing. Are we not trying to even get a deal? Today, a prominent congressman in the United States came out. Now, look, this is not Donald Trump. We know he's a problem. We know he's volatile, all that. This is not Donald Trump. Congressman Steve Scalise comes out and says, we don't really like how the Canadians are negotiating. And we're telling you, you are running out of time. Here's Christia Freeland. Does she sound like she's dancing? Any negotiator who goes into a negotiation believing that he or she must get a deal at any price, that is a negotiator who will be forced to pay the maximum price for that deal. So absolutely what we say is our view. No deal is better than a bad deal. Is that true? How do you feel about it? You're going to get a chance to weigh in later on in the show. It is one thing to use the rashness of the president, and there is a lot of proof behind that. Uh, We have Bob Woodward's book. Nobody's going to say that this is a stability kind of a presidency. (laughs) But whether you are for Donald Trump or not for Donald Trump, here in Canada, we need a NAFTA deal. Or perhaps I have this theory and we'll see how it works out and how I feel about it by the end of the evening. Is the prime minister looking at polling numbers? Is he seeing that some of the falling numbers, and let's face it, He fell with a little bit of a thud from the sky to earth. Earth, he was pretty, pretty popular. And now he has to do something about it. Are these polling numbers going up as Canadians say, you know what, this Donald Trump guy is bugging me, or this Donald Trump guy is taking shots at Canada, which he is. And are the liberals saying maybe, maybe they can move this down the road? Maybe he won't be here? Could that possibly be part of the conversation? Or maybe they're trying to get it past the Quebec election, October the 1st, dairy management, all these things. Well, it appears not to be working. When the Congress people who we were, we were going down there to talk to them, we were telling them they were, we were hearing from this prime minister that others, congressmen and governors and people in the state Mayors and communities, they were on our side, has it turned. And Doug Ford, 
The man may not be a great plower, but Doug Ford on this roll, heading down to Washington to put in his two cents worth on NAFTA. So a lot of things to talk about here. Critical juncture. Somebody said that to me earlier on. Critical juncture. And as I'm talking here, I'm thinking about it. It, there is a sense, whether it's politics in Toronto, politics in the province of Ontario, or politics federally with the Liberals, that there is a path to a lot of change going on. And quite frankly, we do not know where we're going to end up. So we're going to have a great time as we talk about this. We have some great guests lined up and our panel, we're going to throw, throw it at them on all these things that seem to be moving and all these moving parts. As the president said, what you're seeing and hearing may not be really what's happening. I can't believe that I'm agreeing with that. However, that may certainly be the case. Also, you know, just a sign of the world we live in. I was listening to Lou Skeezus uh, talking there about Stormy Daniels' book, and I was just reading it before I went on the air. Uh, there is an expert, an excerpt, I think, in the New York Post. And yes, she goes, there. Yes, she describes it. And it's an example of this crazy world we're living in and all these changes that are manifesting themselves in our politics, our culture, and our story. And here's another one. There is the, the writer for Sesame Street who created the characters Bert and Ernie has come out today and admitted that he created them. And when he did, he said they were gay, Bert and Ernie. Hey, hey, Bert. Mm. Uh, asking questions is a good way to find out things you want to know, isn't it? That's right, Ernie. I thought so. Uh, Bert, I have a question for you. Mm. Do you like me, Bert? Do I like you? Mm-hmm. Well, of course I like you, Ernie. Mm. You're my best friend. Oh, well, that's great, Bert, because you're my best friend, too. They're more than best friends, if we believe the writer. And today we're going to talk about why that is important. Sean Prue is going to join us as he talk about the uh, gay culture aspect of Bert and Ernie. And we got to be clear, this is the time that we live in on the day we learn of Stormy Daniels' book. Sesame Street really came out pretty, pretty quickly and said, I'm going to be very clear, puppets do not have a sexual orientation. However, I bet in the world we live in, there's somebody ready to debate that. 